Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me again today. And I'm praying that as you watch this broadcast and you hear the message that I'm about to share with you, your faith is going to reach a higher level than perhaps you've ever experienced before. God is up to something good. You know, I was thinking earlier today as I was planning to come over to the office and do the, the uh, taping for today's broadcast, I kept thinking about something old Robert used to say all the time. Something good is going to happen to you. And I believe as you listen to this message today, that's exactly what's going to take place on the inside of you. You're going to start believing that something good is about to happen to you. I'm talking about the prophetic word that the Lord has given me for 2020. And he said these words. If you watched last week and the week before, you'll remember me saying this. The Lord said to me, in 2020, I'm going to open a new door and cause supernatural increase to come into your life as never before. And that's not just for me. I'm believing for it, but I believe it's for the entire body of Christ. And all you're going to need to do is just simply mix your faith with it, dare to believe it regardless of your circumstances, and God's going to make it happen for you. Now, you've heard me talk about Psalm 115, verse 12 says, the Lord shall increase you. And it goes on to say more and more. So it is the will of God that we experience increase in every area of our lives, spirit, soul, body, financially. And here's another verse that I want you to hang on to, Job 8, 7. Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. What's God planning? He's planning on your life getting better and better and experiencing increase more and more. So let's talk about this. I'm going to take you into the service here at our church at Heritage of Faith where I was talking about this, and I want you to pay very close attention and take notes if possible. Then I'll be back at the close with some special remarks. We'll see you then. Now, Proverbs 29, very, very familiar scripture, but it's important that we read it again. Verse 18, where there is no vision, the people perish but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Where there is no vision, the prophetic word is designed to create vision. Yes. In fact, there's another translation that even says, where there is no revelation. Another translation says, where there is no divine oracle from God. And then the New International Version says, where there is no revelation, people cast off restraint. And what does restraint mean? It means they have no discipline. They, they don't discipline themselves to hang on to what God said. And that's the reason a lot of times people don't experience it because they don't hang on to it. Uh, a lot of times what happens in church, and particularly a church like this where we know the Word of God is going forth, we don't preach religious tradition around here, we, we don't preach doctrines of men. Amen. We preach the word of God, the uncompromising Amen. word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and a lot of times when you hear something from the pulpit, it brings inspiration. It inspires you. The problem with inspiration is it can leave almost as quickly as it came. How many of you have ever been watching television and, and a, a, a workout commercial comes on? Don't be lying now. Come on. You know where I'm headed with this. And a workout commercial comes on and, and uh, telling you, you know, 
you need this piece of equipment or something. And man, you get inspired. And next thing you know, you buy that piece of equipment, get it all set up and you go in there and use it about two or three days. And then it's history. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I, I have a gym that's right next to my study at home. The reason when Carolyn built the house <laughs> that I asked her to put it right next to my study is because I, I didn't want to be able to walk past it without going to my study because my study is basically where I live all the time. And I wanted to have that study, uh, that gym right next door to it. And now I look at it and wave at it and go to the study, <laughs> praise God. <laughs> I haven't been consistent, but I'm not bad. Hallelujah. <laughs> not bad for 73, right? But I'm not as faithful to it as I intended to be, and I should be. But, you know, we're coming up on a new year, and it's time to make a new resolution. <laughs> Amen. I intend to get more faithful. And so notice, without a... Vision. People cast off restraint. They, they, they don't discipline themselves to hang on to it. They get inspired by it. But once again, inspiration can leave before you get to your car. Amen. How many of you have ever been inspired to eat better? I didn't say eat more, eat better. Yeah, I got that inspiration, brother. I've been eating more. No, I said eat better. We get inspired by it, you know. But inspiration has a way of leaving almost as quick as it came. And that's what happens to most of the body of Christ. They get inspired, but they don't discipline themselves to hang on to what inspired them. Yes. Amen. Come on. And you can hear the prophetic word, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to come to pass in your life just because you heard it. It's what you do with it. It's what you do with it, man. Amen. So notice where there is no vision, people cast off restraint. Restraint means discipline. People who lack vision are not likely to discipline themselves to do what it takes to see the vision become reality. Amen. They might become inspired for a time or for a season, but it usually doesn't last very long and eventually they just give up. Now, I have people that say to me from time to time in various churches around the world, and a lot of pastors, they, they wait to hear the prophetic word that I give every year. And a lot of the churches we go, isn't this right, Joe? We go, and they've got it up on the sign, uh, on the wall, just like we do here. The year for supernatural increase. God will open a new door and bring supernatural increase as never before. Now, from here on out, that's going to be on the wall, on the on the screen. God wants you to catch the vision of supernatural increase beyond anything you've ever experienced before. Amen. And if you don't catch the vision, then it's not likely to come to pass in your life. And, and when people tell me, well, brother Jerry, that didn't come to pass in my life. Well, the first thing I think is you didn't do what I do because I take it very seriously. I'm not playing church with this. I fully expect to have supernatural increase beyond anything I've ever experienced before, period. 
I've already settled it in my heart. It's done. Hallelujah. And I have a vision for it. And I get up every morning expecting it. And it's already happening, praise God. Now, not to the level that I believe he wants it to happen, but hey, I got a jump start on it, praise God. Amen. Amen. Now, the Passion Translation says, when there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. People wander astray. The psalmist once declared in Psalm 119, verse 10, and I'm reading this also from the Passion Translation, don't let me stray from your directions. Don't let me stray from your directions. See, if you don't keep this before you, there's a possibility you'll stray from it, particularly when it looks like you have a great need, and particularly in the financial realm, and you're not experiencing supernatural increase, then if you are not disciplined, then you'll quickly let go of that prophetic word and you'll begin to focus on what's not happening or focus on what is happening and lose sight of the vision. Now, this is right hot off the press. In fact, the Lord said to me while I was in Australia and I'm, and I'm studying this, I hadn't preached it yet. I didn't preach it until I got back here. And the Lord said to me, and I've got it in my notes, and I'll tell you the day he said it, September the 13th, while I was praying in Australia between the services, and uh, the Lord said to me, tell the people to develop 2020 vision for 2020. I like that. Develop 2020 vision for 2020. Now, what is 2020 vision? That's a medical term. And uh, it means clarity or sharpness of vision. Clarity or sharpness of vision. If you go to the eye doctor and he examines your eyes and you don't have 20-20 vision, then you don't have clarity of vision. I remember uh, years ago back in the 70s when I began to learn to fly, I was taking flying lessons and so forth. And... and, uh, one of the airplanes that the Lord had blessed me with back in those days was a wonderful little uh, single-engine, high-performance airplane. It was a a, a Rockwell 112A. And I loved flying that airplane because it was retractable gear. It, It wasn't like, you know, just a little Cessna 152 or something. It was retractable gear. It was a fast little airplane for a single engine. And uh, it it required more than just the average little single-engine airplane. And uh, so I had hired my flight instructor to go with me. He became a full-time employee of mine. And and, uh, if I didn't want to fly myself, then he would fly and I'd sit in the right seat. But most of the time when we'd go somewhere, uh, I would fly. and, And he was also giving me instruction, and I'm logging time, okay, and so I remember coming back from Oklahoma City one night after a service. And, and it was a beautiful, clear night. Oh, man, you could see the lights from Dallas all the way as far back as almost Aldmore, Oklahoma. You could see the lights on the horizon. It was a beautiful night. Man, I love flying like that. And so 
we're, we're getting closer and closer to Meacham Field out here in Fort Worth where we kept the plane. And we're getting closer. And the air traffic controller gave me permission to land. However, all those lights started blending together of downtown Fort Worth. And we're, we're still over Dallas, just, just barely leaving Dallas, still seeing all the lights around Dallas, you know, and, and coming into Fort Worth, all those lights. And, and he gives me permission to land. And I said, Charlie, where's the airport? He said, what? I said, where's the airport? He said, you can't see the airport? I said, all I see is lights everywhere. I, I didn't have clear vision. Now, you need clear vision to land an airplane, okay? You don't do like Jesse said to Brother Copeland one time, said when, when Jesse got his first airplane, he said, Brother Copeland, I've been kind of watching that pilot up there. And he said, I think now if we had a problem and the pilot couldn't land, I think I could almost land that plane myself. He was so proud. And Brother Copeland looked at him and said, Jesse, do you know what almost landing an airplane is? That's a crash. <laughs> you don't almost land an airplane. <laughs> and I said, Charlie, where's the, where's the airport? He said, you can't see the airport. Everything was just, it was blurry. All those lights began to just run together. And I couldn't make out where the airport was. And uh, so he, he guided me, you know, and, and I just landed the plane safely. But then shortly after that, I was going up to Tennessee, and a friend of mine up there was an eye doctor, and I said, uh, could you examine my eyes? And so I, he showed me from his examination that I was having trouble seeing distances. I didn't have a clear vision for distance. Now, for reading, I was fine. I could, I could read. I still can read today. I only put on some reading glasses from time to time when my eyes are tired, but I can read. Praise God. Look at that little print. I can read it good. Hallelujah. And I'm almost 73. I'll be 73 next month. Amen. And uh, uh, so he prescribed some glasses for me for distance. So I began wearing them when I was flying. I, I wore them when I drove. It got to wear if I didn't have them on. All the, the signs were blurry on the road. So I wore them when I drove and when I float, uh, fly, <laughs> float. And, uh, and so uh, it helped clear up my vision. Amen. Now, when we talk about vision from the Bible, we're not talking about what you can see with these natural eyes only. It's what you can see with the eyes of your heart, the eyes of your spirit, man. Amen. So you are a spirit. You live in a body. You have a soul, which is made up of your mind, your will, and emotions. But your spirit, man, that's where all the, uh, that's where all the spiritual things are going on, praise God. That's where faith resides. And the Bible talks about faith in the heart. It's not talking about your blood pump. Believe God in your heart. You can't believe God with your blood pump no more than you can your nose. It's the spirit man, the inner man. Yes. Amen. Yes. And, and if you don't have clear vision in the inner man of what God wants in your life, then it's not likely that it will ever happen until you do have clear vision. Right. Now, how do you get clear vision in your heart? Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. The eyes... These natural eyes, 
and these natural ears are the gateways to the heart. What you see and what you hear gets in your heart. That's the reason the Bible says, protect your heart. Protect your heart. Don't, don't, don't subject yourself to things that are contrary to the Word of God, no more than you can help it. That's the reason why I'm watching CNN five, six hours a day. Dear Lord, that's the worst thing you could do. Amen? You're not watching anything that inspires faith. In fact, you're watching things that will destroy faith if you're not careful. So the more word you get in your heart, the clearer the vision. Now, you, you write these down. You don't have to turn to them. But I want to give you some verses this morning, references to increase from the Bible. Not, not, I'm not reading First Jerry. I'm reading Genesis and so forth. Okay? This is not my opinion. This is God's opinion. But I like his opinion, so I have decided to form my opinions after his opinions. Praise God. Now, Genesis 1.28, and God blessed them. And to bless means to empower, to prosper, and empower to increase. That's Genesis chapter 1. So this tells us from the very beginning, it was God's intention, God's plan, and God's will for man to increase. That's why he pronounced the blessing on him. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 2, God said to Abram, Abraham, I will bless thee. This was his solemn pledge to Abraham and to his seed that I will bless you. I will empower you to increase. Now, Genesis chapter 13 and verse 2, and Abraham was very rich in cattle, in silver and in gold. So notice the blessing is already working. Increase has already come. One chapter later. Amen. It's already working. And then Genesis chapter 17 and verse 6, God says, and I will make thee exceeding fruitful. And here, exceeding fruitful does not only include offspring, but also he will make him plenteous and abounding in every area of his life. Amen. Genesis 17, 7, and I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generation. Now, this is where we come in. I'm the seed of Abraham in this generation. You're the seed of Abraham in this generation. That's what the apostle Paul tells us in Galatians chapter 3, that if you believe in Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and an heir according to the promise. Look at somebody and tell them, I'm the seed of Abraham in my generation. So God wants me to increase just like he wanted Abraham to increase and saying, I receive it. Praise God. Now see, meditating on these scriptures day and night, not just one, once every Sunday, day and night, this is how you get it in your spirit. This is how you perfect the vision. Praise God. If you just, if, if you only go around saying these things because I tell you to, right, right. that I encourage you to, I tell you you should, that's not enough. That's right. yeah, come on. Amen. It should become a revelation to you yes. where you don't have to be told. You just do it. Hallelujah. It's just first nature to you. That's right. Amen. Amen. Now let's continue. Genesis chapter 26 uh, verses 1 through 14, talking about Isaac sowing in famine. 
And it says, and the man waxed great. And the message translation says, the man got richer and richer by the day until he was very wealthy. Amen. That's Abraham's seed. And notice, increase came to Abraham, increase came to his seed, and it should be coming to us as well. We're the seed now. Genesis chapter 30, verse 43, talking about Jacob. And the man increased exceedingly. Exodus chapter 1, verse 7. And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased exceedingly. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 3. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord thy God, or the, God, the Lord God of thy fathers, has promised thee. Notice we're talking about increase. We're letting the word of God be final authority on it. I'm not going to pay any attention to carnal-minded Christians who don't think I should be increasing. And I certainly am not going to allow the world to form my opinion nor my beliefs. They're not even, they're they're carnal-minded. They they don't have any spiritual sense anyway. Amen. I'm going to let the word be final authority. I'm going to let God form my opinion. Let God form my beliefs. Hallelujah. And that's what I'm doing by going to all these scriptures. Actually, I'm doing your homework for you right now. See, I, I, I found all these scriptures. And this is what I do. Not just occasionally, but daily. That's the reason I have it in this notebook. This note, I fill up one of these notebooks and this is my third one this year with, with messages and notes. And, and the other two are sitting on my desk at home right now. And I keep this right in the front of my notebook. So every time I open this notebook, which is quite frequently, I read those scriptures. And what am I doing? I am creating a vision in my heart. Hallelujah. Because without a vision... Without a vision, it's not likely it'll ever happen. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. Uh, another translation says, where it says, uh, without the vision, the people perish. Another translation says, it'll come to nothing. I don't want this to come to nothing. Yeah. Can you say amen to that? Yeah. Say, I want it to happen in my life. That was weak. I want it to happen in my life. So that's why I'm developing a vision for it. Come on, respond. That's why I'm developing a vision for it. Amen? Isn't the theme of this church making winners in life? That's what I'm endeavoring to do this morning, making winners in life. But if you don't pay any attention, and I know you are paying attention, but if you don't follow up on it and it, and it, and it it takes root in you longer than just in the service, then it's not my fault that you're not becoming a winner. And it's not God's fault that you don't become a winner. I get blamed, but I'm not to blame. God's not to blame. Put your finger up in front of your face, point at yourself, and say, I've discovered the enemy, and it's me. Amen. Now, most people don't like to admit they're the problem, but that's, that's the case. Are you still here? Let's keep building this image. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 13. And he will love thee and bless thee and multiply thee. 
Oh, I love this. Job 8, 7. Though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. The message translation says you'll end up better than ever. What if God wants to bless you beyond your own natural abilities? The prophetic word for this year declares, God is opening for new doors in 2020, and you'll experience supernatural increase beyond anything you've experienced before. Today's special package includes Jerry Savelle's new prophetic teaching, 2020, Year for Supernatural Increase on CD, and his powerful book, Increase God's Way. This special package will help you develop a new vision for supernatural increase. As we step into this new decade, don't be limited by your own strength, ability, education, or skills any longer. Supernatural increase is your covenant right, and now's the time for you to experience a greater manifestation of God's blessing. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Supernatural Increase Special Package. Don't wait. Begin today to strengthen your faith and fully expect to prosper, increase, and rise above every adversity. Are you getting excited about 2020 yet? I want to encourage you, hang on to this prophetic word. Don't you dare let go of it. 2020, the year of supernatural increase beyond anything you've ever experienced before. Now, you might be thinking, Brother Jerry, how in the world could that happen to me? I mean, you know, I know you're a preacher and, and things happen like that for you all the time, but I'm just a housewife. I'm just an auto mechanic. I'm just this. I'm just that. Well, you don't know how God can do it. I don't know how God can do it, but God is God. Let God be God. Let me read this scripture to you. Jesus made this statement one time, Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. With men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. The message translation says, no chance at all if you think you can pull it off. Every chance in the world if you trust God. Amen. So don't try to figure out how God's going to do it. Just believe that he can and believe that he will. That's all God's asking believe that he can and believe that he will. So lift your hands right now and say, God, I trust you. I am believing that you have a way to bring supernatural increase into my life. I'm not going to try to figure it out. I'm going to let you do what you do best. You're God and you do the impossible. Amen. So just lift your hands and thank God in advance and praise him. And even when this program goes off the air, you go somewhere in your house or wherever you can go and just lift your hands and thank God and continue to praise him for supernatural increase coming your way throughout 2020. Now, don't forget our special resource entitled Supernatural Increase, 2020, the year of supernatural increase. Three CDs that I taught right here in our church in uh, Crowley, Texas, Heritage Faith Christian Center. And then also I've added to it a book that I wrote a few years ago entitled Increase God's Way. Increase God's way. If you've never studied supernatural increase from the Bible, you need to do it. And I'll help you get started with these resources. So I want to encourage you to order them. Don't delay. Go online to get these resources. And I want to encourage you to do it right away. Also, I want to thank all of my partners. Thank you so much, partners, for helping us reach the world with a message of faith and encouraging people to trust God no matter what they're going through 
That's what you're helping us do. We're reaching people all over the world and partners, you're the ones who help us get the job done. So thank you. We're praying for you and believing God, especially for you, supernatural increase throughout 2020. I'll see you again next week. And until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.